0: So here I am sitting down within my lovely house, a stable house, I'm sitting with lights on, I have lovely computers, I access the internet. The reason as to why, guess what, the reason as to why is because we have access as a society to what I call cost-effective energy. Cost-effective energy is at the foundation of society and without cost-effective energy we would not be as prosperous, we would not have such high incomes, we would not have lovely life expectancy of 80 plus years, we would not have great population growth, so on and so forth. It turns out, environmentalists, cost-effective energy is quite important, and I don't quite fancy going towards intermittent solar and wind in which one can't store. It lacks versatility. Two, it fails to fix the issues in relation to climate change in consideration of the necessity of solar and wind to rely upon a parallel energy system in consideration of the lack of reliability of solar and wind. Therefore, it needs a parallel energy system within the form of fossil fuels, as we saw within Germany over the past 10 years. We need cost-effective energy as a society. We don't just need more fossil fuels, we need exponentially more fossil fuels. And it comically actually shows, in accordance with Alex Epstein, Beyond Longberg, and which has written some great literature that it shows, they show. That not solely do fossil fuels fix issue in relation to climate change, but they also enable for human flourishing. And this is the big misconception. We have a lot of lies we need to debunk. Experts have been wrong in the past when it comes to eugenics, when it comes to slavery. And it's so reductionistic to j- just look at it. an arbitrary media report which you saw on the internet by some random idiotic news organization and to trust that instantaneously a lot was just said there so i'm going to digest that in more detail but piers morgan i like piers but i think he's really wrong on this one he's really really wrong on this one he had a very unintelligent low iq protester from just stop oil on the show who likes to sit in front of ambulances and sit you know in front of railway tracks and do really annoying things in a hypothetical attempt to solve the climate. So I want to react. This is raw off-cuff, nothing planned. I want to react to all of this commentary. And I'm going to tell you why we need more fossil fuels, why fossil fuels don't solely allow for human flourishing, but to fix this in relation to climate change, as we've seen over the past 10, 15, 100 years, actually, since your introduction of fossil fuels. What this is, it's a religion. In light of industrialization, in which we've seen a waning level of religious acceptance, we have pseudo Political religions, as I call them. And one of them is, re- is environmentalism, in which you have the Earth, lovely virgin planet, as God. You have Greta Blunderberg, analogous to Jesus Christ. And you think I'm joking? I'm not. I'm dead serious. This is a religion, and it's so skewed within their initiative. Let's react to Jordan Peterson whilst I drink my lovely Coca Cola, in which, thanks to cost effective energy, namely fossil fuels, was delivered with incredibly low cost. It's just remarkable.
1: Joining me now is James Skeet from Just a Boyle, and fellow environmental campaigner, Donica McCarthy. Okay. Uh, Well, I've made my feelings pretty clear. Here's the problem I have with with this Just Up Oil thing, is that most people agree with the issue that you're campaigning for. Most people in the polls think there's a real problem with climate change.
0: No, no problem. There's no problem with climate change. We've had a 40% greening since your introduction of fossil fuels. Two, we have have had a 98% reduction within climate-related deaths since the 1900s. Now, I'm not disputing the fact that there's increased CO2 going into the atmosphere, but it's not clear to me that that is necessarily a bad thing. As I mentioned, one positive aspect in which the environmentalist movement and the knowledge system of today never speaks about in reference to climate change is the fact that carbon dioxide is plant food, and thus we've had a 40% greening, and most of that greening has actually happened within deserts-like areas. That is a good aspect of increased CO2. Now, I'm not disputing that there could be some negative aspects of CO2 emissions, But what I'm stating is that the knowledge system of today, the mainstream media, in consideration of their just terrible track recorders, we'll get to within one moment, coupled with the inability to actually look at the positive sides of fossil fuels and the other side of the climate debate. I think there's there's, there's good reason here to warrant some questioning in reference to the failure of the knowledge system and why they're catastrophizing so many issues. And we'll get to those catastrophization issues um, very soon.
1: I'm one of them. No arguments for that. But most people, in fact, the vast majority now, are absolutely sick and tired of what Just Stop Oil are doing. They think it's puerile, pathetic, and it's not advancing the cause. Why don't own it? Nobody is walking around going, God, they've wrecked the, they've wrecked the snooker. I must come round to their cause. Mm. Why do this stuff? I don't get it.
0: And by the way, let me just say this. Um, you can tell that this environmentalist movement, and this very silly man, unintelligent man, is not actually for environmentalism. So what I mean by this is that you would assume, hypothetically, that the environmentalist philosophy, the reason as to why environmentalism is going ahead, the reason as to why it's got such a a, a large following by many unintelligent people like this man himself, is in consideration of the fact that it's because that you would suppose that their hypothetical philosophy is in reference to solving issues in relation relation to climate. You You would assume that that is their philosophy. But, as I've suggested and written about many, many times, their philosophy is not to save the climate. Their philosophy is actually to limit all human impact upon the environment. That is the difference, and there's a big, big distinction between that. And that is what I refer to as an anti-humanistic agenda in relation to climate change. You can have a pro-humanistic agenda in which, as a priority hierarchy, at the top of the priority hierarchy is flourishing for humans. You can, ha- you can also have an anti-humanistic agenda, which at the top of the pr- pr- priority hierarchy is not human flourishing. An example of, a- of an anti-humanistic agenda is animal testing. A pro-human version of animal testing would state, we should test upon animals. The reason to why is because it enables and advances human flourishing, so at the top of that hierarchy is human flourishing. You can have a negative version, an anti-humanistic version of animal testing, through stating that we cannot test upon animals. Because at the top of the hierarchy of priorities, we don't care about human flourishing. So they they, they prioritize animal safety and animal concern over human flourishing. There is a big distinction there between between pro-human initiatives and anti-human initiatives. The point that I'm making is that if the environmentalist movement was really about saving the climate, why in Germany have they removed all nuclear energy, in which is the best, cost-effective, perhaps even better than fossil fuels energy source. Two, it has zero deaths in the history of the universe, the safest form of energy. Three, it emits no CO2. You would expect the environmentalists to applaud and want more nuclear energy in consideration of the major benefits it has. But they don't. They hate it and they are demanding we get rid of it. And they have done already within Germany. So you have to question, okay, if this hypothetical philosophy for the environmentalist movement is in reference to saving the climate, why are they against? Forms of energy such as nuclear, in which clearly have major benefits in reference to solving the climate, and are the best, are really, really good forms of energy. This is why I state their philosophy is not to, inv- to, to to save the climate. Their philosophy is actually an anti-humanistic philosophy to limit all human impact upon the Earth, because they have this strange philosophical initiative within their mind in which they view the Earth as almost a virgin-like planet, a god. And they have this strange philosophy in which evil is comparable to the supposed capitalistic, parasitical, evil, patriarchal system in which supposedly exploits the Earth. And I've stated many times that that is where the environmentalist movement goes wrong. It goes wrong because their philosophy is skewed. It's anti-humanistic. They're not for the flourishing of humans and simultaneously improvements within the context of environment, because they, if they were, they would, be, they would be advocates. they would be advocates for nuclear energy. But instead, they're solely focused upon limiting all human impact. They think all human impact upon the Earth is dangerous. And I think this is a very, very skewed opinion. So that's what I'm saying. They have a very anti-humanistic agenda in reference to climate change. And they believe that any human impact upon the Earth um, is evil because we're exploiting the supposed virgin planet, as they call it.
2: Well, just for transparency, Piers, um, you've signed a deal for £50 million pounds for this show. You don't know what deal I've signed. You've signed a deal for £50 million pounds for this show. You don't know what deal I've signed. With well, Rupert, with Rupert do Murdoch, know? who sits on the board of Genie Oil and Gas. Um, so just for transparency, just so we're all aware that that's what. I do work for Rupert
1: Murdoch, yes. Yes, you do. Yeah, he owns okay. this network.
2: Yes, and he has spent decades persuading the British people and. Uh, well, and let's leave Rupert Murdoch out of it. This
1: is about the world, me asking you about the merits of wrecking regular life for Britons in this country.
0: I don't get it. For example, by the way, another thing you can clearly see there is communistic framework. He's against capitalism and this is another issue of the environmentalist movement. Why are they against innovation? Why are they against capitalism? We need innovation within the sense of solar and wind because currently it's intermittent. It can store. The storage capacity is terrible. Bjorn Longberg has done research and he said, that storage by, by 2030 is 10 minutes and 23 seconds for the United States. Storage for batteries, 10 minutes and 23 seconds. It's just infeasible. We need innovation, and that comes from capitalism. And they're against innovation, they're against, they're against capitalism. They hate businesses.
1: Do you support what happened at the snooker? Uh, of course I support what happened at the snooker. Why? Why are you laughing? I'm, am I laughing? Yeah, you are. You're smirking. And so was the guy who did the, look, the stunt at the snooker. Look, and I here's my this... problem. It's all a bit of a game for you guys. You regularly Absolutely get, not. you regularly get seen smirking and laughing, it's all a bit of fun. It's not fun for the people whose
2: lives you're ruining. Piers, um, when the last IPCC report was released, and that's basically the sound of the world's climate yeah. scientists banging their heads against the desks, basically.
0: Alarmism is terrible. The reason is why is because Rajar- alarmism emphasizes the importance of doing something now, of, of, of doing something absurd now, such as standing in front of an ambulance, in comparison to building a business which solves an issue in relation to your specific cause.
2: Um, When the last IPCC report was released, and that's basically the sound of the world's climate Mm. scientists banging their heads against the desks, basically, in despair that no-one's listening to them, that made page 11 of the Daily Mail underneath... Two women arguing over their geraniums, right? Mm
0: -hmm. IPCC is a bunch of politicians. The IPCC too, I don't like being conspiratorial, but why in the IPCC reports have they never included the fact that there has been a 98% reduction within climate-related deaths since the 1900s? Why over the past century has there been no mention, no mention whatsoever of 98% reduction within climate-related deaths? Why in the IPCC reports have they never mentioned this statistic? This seems quite important because the rhetoric you hear from mainstream media, is that everyone is dying from climate change. Wrong. Everyone is actually getting far safer from the environment in something which I call climate mastery and environmental mastery, and we can get to that later on. Environmental mastery, climate mastery, ninety percent reduction within climate related deaths. You may state that, oh, 90 percent reduction within climate related deaths is due to the the improvements within medical care. Do you really think that improvements within medical care, within education, within productivity as a society, is nothing to do with ultra-cost effective and efficient fossil fuels? Really? You really are that dumb? you really believe that improvements within medical care, improvements within education, improvements within prosperity, in which thus have led towards a 98% reduction within climate-related deaths, you really believe that that has nothing to do with the foundation of society, namely ultra-cost effective and efficient energy, fossil fuels, really. Okay, very, very clever.
2: As a result of what happened on Monday, our demand has been on the front of every... No, your demand wasn't on, on the front page. page. That idiot was been. on the front page, millions of, spraying a millions, of table conversations, with millions of conversations have been elicited, and if even a tenth of them um, draw attention to the fact that this, the British government are ploughing ahead with over 100 new fossil fuel licences, opening new coal mines in the middle of the worst crisis that we've ever seen.
0: Wrong, wrong, wrong. Why are the British government opening more coal mines and fossil fuel plants? Why? The reasons to why is because cost-effective energy is the foundation of society. What people need to recognise is that fossil fuels are uniquely positioned in consideration of their characteristics, namely versatility, reliability, transportability, and thus affordability. Fossil fuels are the best form of cost-effective energy in which power our society. The reasons to why society has exponentially improved in terms of prosperity, income, population growth so on and so forth, is in consideration of the fact that we have had cost-effective energy, namely fossil fuels, powering our society. Just to dispute this even more, because there's much evidence, and Alex Epstein and Bjorn Longberg have noted the fact that fossil fuels actually do lead to what is referred to as environmental and climate mastery. And what we can see within the case of fossil fuels in regards to improvements within air and water quality is the following. Not solely do fossil fuels enable for climate mastery, but to environmental mastery. What do I mean by this? Well, thanks to the ultra-cost-effective and efficient fossil fuels, in which versatile, on-demand, reliable, transportable, and thus affordable, this has given us unprecedented mastery over the climate and the environment. And thanks to fossil fuels, we have not solely seen better protection against the environment, but to better air and water quality. Hence why we've seen a 98% reduction within climate-related deaths since the 1990s. This is referred to as climate mastery. We as innovative sapiens, thanks to ultra-cost-effective and efficient fossil fuels, in which power the machines, have thus had the capabilities to build irrigation systems, stable housing, and fundamentally a more prosperous and productive society. Two, improvements within air and water quality. Why? Well, for water quality certainly left alone, fossil fuels can cause contamination of water. However, in reality, this is not what happens. Instead, thanks to the ultra-cost-effective and efficient energy in which powers the machines, and thus makes society ultra-productive, we have had the capabilities to build filtration systems, and thus clean water. Hence, since the introduction of fossil fuels, an exponential rise within clean water. And two, Alex Epstein notes within his amazing book, Fossil Future, which is just absolutely amazing. He states and reiterates measurements of EPA, six measurements of air quality. And we can see that in reference to these six major air pollutants, as fossil fuel use goes up, they go down. What has happened here? This goes against the knowledge system. is 180 degrees against the conventional knowledge system of today's age. What has happened is that ingenious human beings have figured out ways to produce more fossil fuels with less pollution, that is to reduce the side effects of fossil fuels through environmental mastery. And we know that there are places such as many parts of China that have high levels of smog, but the track record for the rest of the world indicates that this can be corrected when appropriate, as well as using ever-increasing amount of fossil fuels. The point that I'm making is that the knowledge system of today, fails to recognize the fact that in consideration of the ultra cost effectiveness of fossil fuels in which power the machines and thus make make society ultra productive this has given us unprecedented protection against the environment and two unprecedented mastery over the, the environment and this is why within the case of air and water quality thanks to the ultra cost effectiveness of fossil fuels in which power the machines and thus have, and thus enable us to be more productive we have had the capabilities of building filtration systems we've had the capabilities of moving water From where it is to where it needs to be. Thus, what you've seen since the introduction of fossil fuels in consideration of the ultra-cost effectiveness and thus productivity in which powers the machines, you have seen improvements within water quality, and the same is true when it comes to air quality. And two, comically enough, is that the policies in which these environmentalists are advocating for, namely basically to push everyone back into poverty, in consideration of the conspicuous rise within energy prices, in which shall occur if we transition towards intermittent solar and wind, The policies which they're advocating for and which shall push billions of people over towards the point of poverty, these actually shall harm the environment. The reason is twice because poor people use dung and wood when it comes to energy sources and these are incredibly dirty, far dirtier than clean fossil fuels, hence why indoor air pollution is just terrible for the environment and it's contributed to by the poorest 3 billion or so within our society. So to answer this question, the reasons why we need more fossil fuels is in consideration of the climate mastery and the environmental mastery benefits in which we get from fossil fuels. He fails to realise and recognise the positive aspect of fossil fuels, which is just terrible. Uh.
2: Then it's a win. Don't you yeah. So
0: you think? No, I mean, don't. I don't think it's a win at all. I think, I say, think it's a massive
1: f- lose. Actually, I think what you're doing is alienating a public who might well be persuaded because they show it in the polls to come Absolutely. on your side. Agree. But at the moment, they think you're a bunch of annoying twerps really? wrecking their lives. Let me bring in uh, uh, you here, I, Donica, I don't understand why you can't because you're, you're not an unintelligent person. I've, I've followed your stuff for a few years why you can't understand that this is backfiring why you don't get that the british public are sick of it i I think what's really interesting pierce is that you've
3: just spent five minutes talking about tactics when you actually said you are you're seriously concerned about this issue we would really welcome conversations on talk tv about the issues you said you know the british government is doing good well actually a report came out last week from RAN Mm -hmm. about global investment in new fossil fuels since copenhagen six Trillion dollars invested in new fossil fuels. Fifteen percent came from the UK. Okay, let me ask. You, so, let me, let me, let me okay. I think it's it's a initiative. I'm going to give you a follow-up question so, so, to that, which is uh, this. Do, but tell, me, fin- the, tell me the, the car- point. I, I need to finish the point. Tell me on the investment.
1: Car- tell me the carbon in- emissions for the UK, and oh. then for China and Russia and India. Britain
0: is investing. So what is he wanting here? He doesn't want fossil fuels in which are unique within the sense that they're ultra cost effective and efficient, thus powering the machines, giving us unprecedented productivity. And this simultaneously, as I've mentioned many times, leads to environmental mastery and climate mastery, hence improvements within water and air quality to improvements within 98% production within climate-related deaths. We have better protection against the environment thanks to fossil fuels in which are ultra cost effective and efficient. What is he advocating here? What is he wanting here? What is he wanting here? Is he wanting to move towards solar and wind? In which is intermittent, it's lacking versatility, it doesn't have on-demand capabilities and thus in consideration of the necessity for reliable energy in which solar and wind in consideration of the intermittency doesn't provide, we need to build a parallel energy system on which comes within the form of fossil fuels in order to enable ri- reliability f- f- from an energy perspective. Solar and wind is not good enough. End of. Batteries, terrible. Batteries, terrible. Intermittency is an issue. Unreliability in consideration of the failure to store this energy for long periods of time uh, 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 and on top of the intermittency when it comes to wind and sunlight. The sun is not always shining. The wind is not always blowing. If you can't store this, what can you do? What is he advocating for? We need answers. We can't just have complaining. We need answers. Cost-effective energy is fundamental for society
3: fifteen percent of mm. the global investment in fossil fuels globally, which according to the International Energy Agency, according to in, 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 in the European yeah. Investment Bank, and even HSBC are mm. saying we do not need investing seven trillion dollars over the next ten years is a suicide note for humanity. Okay, so, so you're not talking so about you, that. So bull
0: fing shit. Bull fing. Let's read this: The lies of the knowledge system. 1970s and 80s. 1974, space satellite says the Guardian shows a new ice age is coming fast. Newsweek 75, the cooling world. Climatologists are pessimistic. The political leaders are going to take any positive action to compensate for the climate change, or even to ally its effects. In 78, international team of specialists finds no end in sight to the one to the 30-year cooling trend in the northern hemisphere. Yes, you heard that right. The knowledge system. People like Al Gore and Paul Ehrlich whom are really hideous people, to put it frankly. These individuals were advocating, and the knowledge system, the mainstream media, has been advocating 50-plus years that global cooling is coming, and they suddenly changed their tune. They changed it to climate change. They changed it to global warming. Paul Ehrlich and Al Gore, whom have been at the forefront of the environmentalist movement, they are terrible, terrible within their predictions. I would actually call them anti-humanistic and quite evil, to put it, to, to, to put it bluntly. Paul and Al Gore... Um, have written books and pieces, and specifically Paul's book called The Population Bomb, in which he stated by the year 2000, we are going to have mass starvation across the world in consideration of the environmental disasters in which are impending. And guess what? He was wrong. The reason is why is because he is not taking into consideration the environmental mastery and the climate mastery benefits of ultra-cost-effective energy, namely fossil fuels. So you say, uh,
1: uh, but I'll ask you again. So do the world scientists. Okay. Yes, but there is actually a very debatable uh, response from scientists about exactly the best way to tackle this. Because I would listen to a woman, for example, on Nick Ferrari's show on LBC the other day, saying that within eight years, if we stopped awarding any licences now, we'd have eight more years of gas and oil. And then she said we could actually sustain this country for all the power we need from wind and waves. That's what we're saying. It's, we're agreeing. It's, it's completely unworkable.
0: <laughs> Bull. Rubbish. Intermittency. It's not good enough, the energy. Intermittent energy, solar and wind is not good enough. There is a, there's a reason as to why 80% of the energy of today comes from fossil fuels and growing, and 3% comes from subsidised solar and wind. Solar and wind is not good enough.
1: So, there is nobody with a brain who has managed to work out a way sorry, that that could possibly be done do, in eight years. Do you actually... So, so you, you guys you are believe, living... Do you believe... You guys are living in cloud No, 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 Sorry, I'm sorry. You
3: are. Piers, are you saying the European Investment Bank HSBC, the International Energy Agency, knows more than you. Because what I am saying is
1: quoting them. I'm not saying they I, know more than me. No, I'm saying well, you. they are actually saying that we
3: can't invest in new fossil fuels because we've got enough Fine. fossil fuels to way, last for 50 years. In my years. estimation,
1: the sensible way to do this is to move slowly off fossil fuels to renewable energy yes. to make it affordable... <laughs>
0: No, wrong. You're going to push billions of people over towards the point of poverty and kill billions and simultaneously simultaneously not even solve the issues in relation to climate change.
1: And make it practical so that we don't have half the country turned into wind farms. That's the sensible way to do this, right? And I'm up for that sensible debate. That's not why you two are booked on this show. You two are booked on this show because the methods that you're using, in my opinion, are now damaging your cause. They are actually deterring the public from supporting you. And again, I ask you, why do it? The why break the snooker? The very, why go and chuck why, stuff why on bang off? Why, is the why the go and do
3: these stupid why things? Why is the government investing massive amounts in new fossil fuels when the IEA says we can't afford right. it? Why is the government yes. saying
0: one thing? Because they need cost-effective energy, which is the foundation of society. It's, it's the reasons why we have the great healthcare systems we do. It's the reasons why we have great education in also institutions. It's the reasons to why we have a great standard of living is because cost effective energy is the foundation of society in consideration of the productivity improvements it gives towards the machines within society cost effective energy is fundamental for society that is why i don't fancy living in a cave for the rest of my life you know with a little solar panel on my on my shack i don't fancy that you're playing what battery. My question no, I'm
3: not. is I'm my question core is... to this issue. Right. You're talking about a piece no. of, of, of powder, and I'm talking about
1: billions of I'm talking of about you being in destroying on a, our I'm talking planet. about you being on a destructive mission
0: to. Pit- destroying the planet. 40% greening since I believe the 60s, or perhaps even earlier. 40% greening in consideration of the use of fossil fuels. 98% production within climate-related deaths, thanks to climate mastery and environmental mastery benefits. Improvements within air quality in consideration of the productivity improvements in which fossil fuels enable us. The knowledge system today is doing is failing, and people like this individual here are failing to do. They're failing to acknowledge the positive aspects of of fossil fuels. And this stems back to what I was saying at the start in reference to the anti-humanistic agenda in which they have. Why are they not recognising the positive of fossil fuels? They're not recognising one positive of fossil fuels. It's just an absurdity beyond belief. It beats off the public. And in my my long
2: time in the media, I can tell you, it's not going to work. The very fact that we're having this COP conversation is a testament to the efficacy of these it's tactics, It's not. Right? Well, I heard you guys is, say a bit. The fact is, you've, you've is not been people, brought on the because British of your sophisticated scientific opinion people, about climate change. You've been, brought people, on. you've been brought on because your idiot you friends
1: have been once again wrecking things for people.
2: The I've fact of the matter on is, on is, is that planet we're planet seeing planet. that the only real leverage that normal people have is through dis- disruptive tactics, right? The nurses know it, the train drivers know it, the junior doctors So why
1: don't you go where the real polluters are? Why don't you go to Beijing? Because we need to get our own Russia? house in well, order before we go No, because you're the world moral... Telling people what to do. You are moral cowards. <laughs> you're moral cowards. It's easier to go and ruin an old granny's day at the crucible <laughs> than it is to get on a plane f- and go to Beijing. To go to the the fact of the matter is, is we there. are oh. the
2: eighth biggest emitter historically. We have to get our own house in order before we go around the world I've asked. So,
1: I've it, asked you,
3: and I'll ask you now... If you're talking about moral paradise, why don't you go to Sudan? Hang on. Why don't you go to... Hang on! And interview the people whose lives died, okay, and are
0: flooded. I wish, I you, could, if you I were wish, courageous, listen. and use your amazing wrong, wrong, wrong.
3: It could be courageous. Just to clarify, it's to not it. your show. No, but shouting I doesn't
0: do, work.
1: I do the questions. You do the shouting. Stop shouting at me, then. Good. You haven't an answered my question. Let's have a conversation. Let's have a question. Let's, good. See if you can answer it. What are the CO2 emissions for this country, and what are they for China and Russia and India? Per capita, the but, emissions... Per capita? What are the emissions? It is
0: not even clear to me that CO2 emissions are negative. Bjorn Longberg has disputed the hypothetical claims in reference to CO2 emissions causing a worse environment. Alex Epstein has noted many, many times 40% greening since the introduction of fossil fuels, which is just unprecedented. China's emissions... What percentage of the emissions in the are, world are you, are, come from China?
3: Using childish what percentage? maths. Using childish maths is silly. Childish math, yes. they statistical facts. Because, no, a country that's bigger than UK what has... What percentage
1: more... of the global emissions
3: 50... come... About... come from China? 15%. Are you talking about production
2: emissions or consumption emissions? Just give me the emissions.
3: You are actually... Those, those are two very different figures. Look at you though, guys, you're so expert in every no, part no, of it... I no, 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 I can tell you... You don't want to tell me. No, I want to tell you... Don't you don't want to tell no, me because yeah. you know the answer. You do no, know why you're asking this question. You only want me answer. What I am saying is China is 20 times bigger in population than the UK, so its emissions are 20 times bigger. Mm. But... Our investments are 15 times So when are you side. going to
1: Beijing? When you go to, to Sudan and I'll fly to Pakistan. You, I'll fly you to Beijing. When you go to Sudan I'll fly you and to Pakistan? Beijing. Can we, can we agree? I'll put you guys on a plane tomorrow to Beijing. Yes. I'll pay, right? Are, are we, you going to go and protest? I will go with
0: you. No, what you should do is put these people in the poorest echelons of our society in which they are desperate for cost-effective energy. You should put these people within hospitals, within the poorest places within Africa in which young children are dying because they do not have access to cost-effective energy. You should put these people in poor places within Africa in which they don't have access to education, they don't have access to medical care, they don't have access to water, the reasons why because they don't have access to cost-effective energy within the form of fossil fuels. Put these people there, see how they like it when you see a a young baby perish away because they don't have the capabilities to use an incubator or medical equipment which is reliant upon cost-effective bloody energy. Put these people there and see how they they, they like it. Are they just okay to let the poor people within society perish whilst we stand on our high heels within the West? in which we claim that no one needs cost-effective energy. We just need to hypothetically go towards this green future. Nonsense. Cost-effective energy is necessary. And you go to the poorest places within society within Africa in which people are dying at the masses. Young, lovely babies are dying because they don't have access to an incubator. They don't have access to medical equipment because they don't have access to cost-effective energy. Ew, you're, to not, you? you're not, not you're oh, not you moral to cards. Cards. What will
2: it actually take? You'd rather you're go playing. and chuck paint and I'm
1: not a gamany windbag. Oh my God. I just think you guys are honestly moronic in the way you're going about this. If well, you want yeah, to go to you place, you Tango, come the with us to pack
0: They are moronic. They don't understand the positive aspects of fossil fuels which have led to climate mastery and environmental mastery in consideration of the 98% reduction within climate-related deaths since the 1900s, coupled with improvements within water and air quality. They felt to recognize the necessity of cost-effective energy, in which is fossil fuels, and they just absurdly protest and run in front of ambulances and snooker tables, in which they hypothetically saving saving the environment. It's just nonsense. Just really, really nonsense. Environmentalists are on a hell mission, to impoverish billions of people and to kill billions of people because they are conspicuously going to be rising the price of energy in consideration of their hatred towards cost effective energy, namely fossil fuels, and thus the, the emphasis, the desire to move over to intermittent energy within the form of a solar and wind in which you can't store, it lacks versatility, it's intermittent, it's unreliable, and thus you need a parallel energy system coupled with the so-called lovely solar and wind panels in order to enable some sort of reliability, and that, that, that parallel energy system comes within the form of fossil fuels. So this is a, a whole disaster of a situation, and many people are going to die if we follow through with this net zero plan, which is going to impoverish billions and to kill billions of people around the world. End of.